0: Welcome to The Odds Couple, a presentation of ESPN Chicago. The Odds Couple is brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino Las Vegas. The Odds Couple. Here's your host, Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. Welcome into your weekend. Time for another episode of The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. We're presented by Circa Resort and Casino, and we have arrived at Championship Sunday. We're down to just three games left in the 2023 NFL campaign. This will be our last weekend of football with multiple games. Oh, my goodness. And they are two very good ones, and we will break them down extensively for everybody today, try to give you some best plays, some interesting angles. We've got it all covered for the people, Mike. I'm excited. Three games left, but uh, hopefully they're three good ones. And coming off of last weekend when we were really entertained with some good football, I think we're in store for a fun championship. Yeah, Sunday.
1: we've had another great uh, a few weeks uh, just breaking it down. Uh, this, though, where we've been 60%, Carmen. Hi, everybody. And uh, hello to Eric Ostrowski, our producer, also. Uh, we've been 60%. Well, we're three and five right now as a crew. Uh, that doesn't mean we're not going to have uh, a good a good week. Believe me when I tell you this. And if uh, the first thing I'm going to do is call LSU and see if I can get a hold of this kid uh, that that has been betting, we'll talk about that a little bit later on, But and see if he's got any tips for me, since he's uh, probably put down more bets than I ever did in a lifetime, right. and I've been doing it every day of my life. But he doesn't have any problems. That being said, it just seems to me... That this is the hardest time of year to pick these games. It doesn't go by rhyme. It doesn't go by reason. I will say this: People say, "Well, Mike, how did you have Detroit?" But Carmen had a loser last week. Well, my Detroit was with Prop Swap minus one twenty-two, a money line play. Okay. Also, San Francisco was a money line play for me, but I would have lost four units mm. last week, and I would have killed us because it was it was it was uh, a four sixty minus yes. four sixty. Believe me when I tell you, this. sweating. I was sweating, and there wasn't a radiator within a hundred miles of me. That's all I'm going to tell you. Oof. I mean, it was brutal. So nobody knows what's going to happen here. We're hearing a lot of this team, a lot of that team. Hype is big. Just tread softly, folks.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just you know, kind of go into these last few games and uh, don't don't just start throwing money at every prop bet or every single side or total you see. You really got to pick and choose. Uh, you know, I. I feel like when we I listen back to I mean I think our breakdown of the Lion Bucks game was was Immaculate. Good. And I think it was spot on. And when you think about the way the game went, Mike, like Jamel Dean drops a sure Absolutely. interception in the red zone in the end zone, oh. Lions get points. They they miss a the Bucks miss a fifty yard field goal indoors. You just shouldn't miss those anymore. Baker takes a terrible sack on the opening drive of that terrible. second half, knocks them out of field goal range or knocks them out of the opportunity to maybe go for fourth and short and stay on the field they go for the two-point conversion which i think was the right call but it's maybe not the best play design that corner fade to mike evans like all these things and they were still right there almost ready to cover and we just could i just couldn't get to the window on it but i thought the handicap was good and sometimes that's the way it goes and you lose and you know
1: it's like the stock market how come if you have a losing week like last week we go one and two how come if we have a losing week Oh my God! You know, you, nobody does that. That's experience at gambling because if you right. played a stock market, you'd be doing it on almost every other day. That's right. So, so you got to understand. But we're not chasing. Uh, you that's can't right. Chase if you take a loss. Let's say this is our first losing, uh, our first losing, uh, and it's not over yet. We might, you know, all we have to say is, you know what? You didn't lose more than you could have. You didn't lose more than you could have because yep. you got to be careful. We all picked one game last week. Yep. Who knows what happens if we pick more than one? That's
0: right. And don't chase. That's absolutely right. Don't chase. Be folks. disciplined, um, especially when we get down to this time of year where you've got uh, you know what should be close games, good teams. I know some people think the second game might turn into a little bit of a blowout, but we'll get uh, we'll get after that game coming up here in a little bit. We'll start with Chiefs Ravens, the first game on CBS on Sunday afternoon to kick off your Championship Sunday. The Ravens at home playing four. Total in the game is 44 and a half. Uh, this is going to be exciting anytime we get to see Mahomes and Lamar on the same field together. Uh, I will tell you that Patrick Mahomes has now started 112 games in his career in the regular season and postseason. This will be just the fifth time fifth time out of 112 that he is going to be an underdog in all likelihood of more than a field goal I do not see this line coming back down uh, or going towards the Kansas City Chiefs if anything expect a four and a half or a five I would think the previous four times Patrick Mahomes has been an underdog of more than a field goal he is three and one straight up and a perfect four and oh against the number but this Ravens team has some serious teeth. For the first time in forever, Mike, it seems like their defense is healthy. How many, over the years, how many times have we said, boy, Baltimore just can't keep its defense healthy? It's healthy. It, it's ferocious. It's fantastic. And I think that Ravens defense is really going to be coming after Mahomes and the Chiefs on if Sunday. If they
1: lose, they'll lose because of Lamar Jackson. That's the only way they can lose this if he doesn't have a good game. But here's another thing. I said it last week. Everybody heard it. Don't pretend you didn't. I said to, I said to everybody, hey, how— it's like Brady. You're getting points with Mahomes.
0: Yeah. How do you right? turn that I, down? It's so hard. I, I know. So
1: I bet him last week. I didn't pick him on the show. We leaned. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It was easy as pie. Winner, winner. Now, are we telling me, are you telling me he's up 4 nothing, with a Hall of Fame tight end, with receivers that all of a sudden might start catching the football? Um, I think it's a shootout, in my opinion. I yeah. have a pick on this game. I think it's a shootout. Okay, I love that. I find it hard to believe. That we're gonna see 10-9. And I, I, I guess it's gonna be nice out, Carm. I guess it's gonna be okay out. I thought it's it, not it, be it, it
0: doesn't seem like weather's gonna impact either game. You're right about that. Although so-
1: you and Eric put me up against the wall afterwards and said, <laughs> Do your research last <laughs> week. And I said, What are you talking about? You guys said it's gonna be nice out, remember in Buffalo, yet they were still asking for people to shovel last Saturday. That's all I Which was saying. Which is weird. Like what What? What ha- are you doing? And, you know what time you made no no offense to anybody. But you made, when you said, "Well, it's three feet, you made it sound like we were at the base of Mount Everest. You made it sound like we were at the base of Mount Everest. I I said, where's the camp? Where's the camp? Where's the
0: base camp? Where's yeah. the
1: base camp? I, I couldn't believe it. They showed a guy. He almost. You thought he, he, he. They took a guy out of the stands. They thought it was an avalanche. It's
0: like they almost brought the. They bring in their own snow inside just so they I could throw can't. snowballs. I mean, it's like what is happening in ba- in Buffalo? It's crazy.
1: It's crazy, but it's been fun. It's been. Uh, you know what? I think the playoffs have been. Uh, it's always the same. As they get down to the nitty
0: gritty. Yes, you're right the games get better i thought last week was because only
1: four or five good teams anyway
0: I th- and i thought last week was great you know that first game kind of got away we sort of pegged that a little bit that if anything was gonna really if a team was gonna maybe run away in the second half it was gonna be the ravens flexing over uh the texans but other than that the action was great i'll give you one other stat on this uh, edition of the ravens and i know you'll appreciate this one mike
1: i love appreciating things you're, you know that you're
0: gonna like this the okay. 2023 20, ravens are uh-huh. just the third team in the super bowl era to average 25-plus points per game, lead the league in rushing, and also lead the league in scoring defense. The other two teams, the 1972 Dolphins and the 85 Bears.
1: The hair just stood up on the back of my neck. I knew it was coming.
0: Two of the all-time greats. Yeah. Two Super Bowl champs. That's the kind of company this Ravens team is keeping this well, year. Well,
1: that's pretty big company. And can I just say that I've got two things to say to everybody before we end this segment? Because we want to concentrate on football. In 2020... I never forget, Carmen, talk to your host, let 80% of what each guy says go in out one ear and out the other. <laughs> Otherwise, you, you can't hang on to everything if you're working with somebody for a long period of time. But you remember the pertinent points. Right. 2020, I told Carmen, there'll be a major college football scandal mm. within the next three years. Boom! That. LSU in big, big trouble. This kid should never play an organized sport again because you won't be able to trust them. 8,900 bets, okay? 8,900 that, 8,900 bets. And here's another thing I'm going to tell everybody. We wasted three years if Fields is gone. Okay? That's what we said. We wasted three years. But here's the shocker. And I want to apologize to to Carmen and to Eric because we have a lot of discussions. When they said, you're out of your mind, Shade Waldron is the best offensive coordinator Mm -hmm. and and said nobody ever. (laughs) And, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, his offense finished behind. The Bears offense. Getze was, in my opinion, a scapegoat. We'll see if they keep mm-hmm. Justin because if, they, if they're if they not going to keep Justin, then why would you hire this guy? He's a clone. He is like the Godfather, for instance. Carmen and I are big fans. Yeah. Clemenza or Tessio. Either way. Either way. That's great. Right? Clemenza or Tessio. Jerry Lewis or Jim Carrey. That's great. Jerry Lewis or Jim Carrey. I mean, if you want to start making uh, comparisons here, uh, I mean, you can look at that and, and, I mean, uh, Shemp and Curly, Shemp
0: and Curly there you I go. mean,
1: come on They're basically the same axe. So we'll see what
0: happens That's awesome Alright, coming up next We're going to talk to our buddy Luke Pergandy from Prop Swap We will break down uh, The second game The NFC title game The Lions versus the 49ers A little bit later on Jim Miller's got ponies We'll uh, try to identify A few best bets For everybody this weekend It's championship weekend Championship Sunday is upon us We got a lot more to do Don't go anywhere, folks We are the Odds Couple Presented by Circa Resort And Casino this is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back into this week's episode of The Odds Couple presented by Circa Resort and Casino. It's Mike and Carmen with you. Hopefully, uh, you're catching up on demand all weekend long with the ESPN Chicago app. You'll get the Encore replay Saturday afternoon. Starting at one, we're rolling into championship weekend, and it's time to talk to one of our favorite guests. He's a, a weekly contributor with us. Make sure you have the PropSwap app on your smart device or go to Propswap.com to buy and sell all your futures. Wagers, one of the founding members, a Chicago guy, and he joins us on the CarX Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. It's Luke Pergandy. Oh, I never made 800 bets. Hey buddy, how you doing? What's up, Luke? You ready for championship Sunday?
2: I'm ready. Let's do this. Pretty, uh, pretty chalky four by the chalkiest four that um, I've that I've since we started Prop Stop ten years ago. Probably the lowest odds on a final four uh, in the NFL. Not really any long shots. I mean, the Lions were at their peak twenty to one. Yep, uh, a couple weeks ago, but everyone else uh, single digit odds the whole way. So. Um, you know, didn't really pay to bet long shots for once in a, in the sport. Typically, there's one team or at least two teams in a final four, but pretty chalky final four in this uh, this championship it, weekend. It's
0: a good point. I mean, it's like the first time in the last couple of years, I feel like we're getting down to sort of a final four in any sport, and and there's not one of those like, oh my god, they were a hundred to one. I mean, we've seen it yep. so frequently. Um, so, I, I want to ask you one thing about these game specific props or, or, or the matchup props you know we had a caller on the show earlier this week he's got a I think it was a $400 ticket to pay 4800 and it's one of these you know Super Bowl matchups between uh, he picked Ravens and 49ers and he was wondering what he should do with it if he should sell it do you guys see a lot of that um and you know those sure. yeah those game props like that 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 picks the the actual opponent
2: yeah, yeah. So we have one for sale. It is the um, uh, Ravens to beat the Lions. Uh, it's, it pays seven to one. Wow. So, of course, if you just pick the Ravens right now, I believe they are like plus 190. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ravens are plus 190. would mm-hmm. so obviously much better value there. Um, you know, Lions on the money line are plus 300. So, basically, a parlay of Lions to beat. The Niners and then Ravens to beat the Chiefs. Um, so yeah, we see that stuff all the time. You know, uh, they're, called, they're called like matchup matchup uh, props, match-up, right? Ma- matchup specific. specific. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yeah, that's fun. I mean, it's like I said. I mean, that the the way to get juicy odds in this situation because most of all four of these teams, none of them were big long shots, is do stuff like that. Like that's where you start to see yeah. these like crazy payouts. We still have that Chiefs ticket for sale. It's going up yeah. and on the market, off the market. So again, quickly, $300 bet to win the East last year, cashes. Uh, Orioles to win the AL East, cashes. He needs the Chiefs to win. $300 would pay 112000 if the wow. Chiefs win. On he's g-
0: he's got to be thinking about like going into this matchup, doesn't guys doesn't he have to think about trying to find a way to hedge this, like sell it, or I mean, there's got to be a position he takes, yeah. knowing that the Chiefs are a, you know, they, they might be a four and a half point underdog by the look time at, this game at, goes off.
1: Look, and I came into the prop swap family rock. Everybody knows that you 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 get rid of the ticket and then you reinvest it. I mean, uh, and you get the highest price that you can. Now, you may want to hold on to it, but you're taking a hell of a chance. I think that the 22-1 to 1 Detroit Lions that I said everybody should pick up if they win this week, okay, if they win this week, then what's that ticket worth at the time that you bought it at PropSwap or even at, at, at Lesser Odds? We'll see what happens. But let me ask you about the name PropSwap. Thank God it's not called PropBets because if you're LSU, they got one of the best prop bettors in America. <laughs> I want to ask you about this. I want to ask you about something. They have it on film. And I want to know what's going to happen to prop bets in college football. I think they're going to be abolished. I don't think this kid should ever play professional sports. I think this kid is a dangerous guy, and I don't think he's alone. They have him on tape running over to Jaden Daniels. At the time that the over for receiving yards that he bet himself on was 85, he's actually almost crying on the sideline, standing next to him talking to him. And then all of a sudden things got crazy. Where do you see this thing heading? I predicted this would happen two years ago. What do you think is going to happen?
2: Yeah, so these bets were made uh, offshore, is that correct? I haven't dug into this a uh, ton, but I, these bets were not made. I'm not like sure alike. about
1: all of them. I, I hear he only bets 17 times on his own team. One time's right, enough,
0: enough, right. you know? Yeah, they said so, 17 alleged times betting, I think, uh, or or I think it was – I'm trying to remember now. It was 17 17 NCAA games, and then at least six is what they're saying now, at least six that were on LSU.
1: And one of them was that he'd get the over 85 yards, and he did eventually, but he was over there on the sidelines like they were losing downcast because he wasn't reaching his goal at the time, and he was letting the bets roll over. So what do you think is going to happen? Because it doesn't matter where the bets were placed. This is like a red flag.
2: Well, right. So the, my, my point is going to be if you do this legally on the DraftKings or a licensed sports book or some some book that like actually has rules as opposed to, you know, Bovada, which is offshore right. and there's no there's no regulatory oversight from a Bovada. If you do it onshore in a licensed sports book, at least we can go back and mm-hmm. say, OK, mm-hmm. this kid made X amount of bets for Z amount of dollars we can, you know, we have oversight If it's a legal bet. So, Mm -hmm. to me, you know, this is the argument. Some states in America, you can't bet on college athletics in that state. You can bet on proteins or you can't bet on college teams. So, to me, that's silly because those bets are going to go down anyway. These Mm -hmm. kids are going to find a way to get down anyway. Just make it above board so we can say, okay, who had you know uh, a kid has a fumble late at the end of the game? Who had five hundred thousand dollars in the outcome of that game? Let's say,
1: Carmen us Let's say, Carmen It's over and under the, for reception yard for receptions in a game is eight, and, and and our family member goes, "How you feel today?" He goes, "Man, they're gonna double team you." If I, get Take 10, under. if I get five receptions, it'll be a miracle. I'm going! Everybody that knows them is going, and, and there's no way to trace it. That's the problem, I think, that uh, they're having right now in regulating this. It's crazy.
2: Right. I agree. And, you know, unfortunately, that's just the nature of sports betting for stuff wow. like that. But my point is, if you do it above board, at least we can go back and check right. what's saying... Yeah. Saying no college sports betting and that makes no sense because now if you want to go look and was there a family member betting on this game? Well, we have no idea right. because the bet was made in Costa Rica,
0: or or with the That's bookie the on the street, or you know, like like the like the, street, like the course, old days. That's course. a good point, Luke. I mean, at at least they're catching these guys because. It is right. tracked, and there's regulatory... Well, they did
1: catch this guy, but he's, he he, he laid he lay down more bets than I have, and I started it when I was 14. I
0: mean, it is an absurd number of bets. <laughs> I, I mean, my God,
1: 8,900. I mean, what is he, McDonald's? Over 89 million bets?
0: And in Louisiana, and I'm, and I'm assuming this is the case in a lot of the <laughs> states, but I'm, I, I shouldn't, I, I don't know for sure, but in Louisiana, it's also illegal. He was under 21, yeah. which is the, also uh, illegal.
1: Oh, the uh, yeah, he broke the law there, too. I
0: know Unbelievable. that. Unbelievable. It's pretty wild. Yep, it, is. It, is. it is. It's crazy. Last thing, Luke, before we let you go. We we always spend a little bit of time. You know, we we did last week. We get into this time of year. We're looking at MVP. I'm um, sorry. Uh, yeah, MVP stuff and um, some of the other sports in the NBA. I think it's interesting, and, and it came up a lot this week because Embiid's amazing performance earlier in the week. What was that? Tuesday night, whenever that was. Um, the 70-point game. You know, like, he's... He's he's missed. I think it's ten games already. If he misses some more, right, Mike? And there's like there's not a lot of wiggle room nope. where he might miss that cutoff that you have to now play sixty five games to be eligible. I think it's interesting. Um, I don't mind the rule because it's getting guys to play. Kawhi Leonard's on the floor playing. He should be. That team's awesome because of it. But I also think you can sometimes run into, like, one of these unintended consequences. Like,
1: Yeah, but he was responsible for these consequences along with a lot of the top players.
0: Maybe, but in, I feel like Embiid's played a fair amount. Like, I don't think he's just load so managed. The, I, like, yeah. if he plays 62 games and he's averaging 36 a game at the end of the year and he's not the MVP, that's kind of crummy, isn't well, it? Well, you
1: know what's kind of crummy? That the night he scores 70, Carl Anthony Towns scored 62. And they lost. Uh, yeah, and they lost. And the coach I mean, calls you know him out. I'm seeing the scores right now. They're all-star game scores. They don't play any defense. Steve Kerr was absolutely right. Uh, you know what? Will Chamberlain averaged 50 and 25 in 1962 and they actually played defense. So, it takes a lot to impress me. The night that he scores 70 another guy scores 62 that's all you need
0: to i've know. never seen a guy score 62 lose and have the coach call him out because afterwards.
1: they were trying to get him the record
0: it's amazing but it but it is interesting now but Luke, that's what
1: happened to sports the win was secondary
0: like all of a sudden if you're going to start placing these wagers and thinking the- about them like you do have to factor that in now that like, that's got to go, sure. go into the calculus yep, right
2: absolutely Oh, for sure i mean i similar to the uh nfl mvp too like if lamar or Purdy had sat. I mean, it absolutely has to be factored. in. Obviously, with the NFL, it's you know for the most part they right. are they are doing their absolute darn just to get out there. with The right. NBA a little bit different; like they're they're comfortable with sitting seven to ten games. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, from a betting perspective, you have to factor in: is this guy going to play yep. the minimum amount of games? Because it's it's super relevant. And you know, for better or worse, if he sits those games, it it is no. absolutely going to don't forget, discount Jokic. His, his awards. I-
1: yeah. I watched Jokic the other night. He's every bit as good, and he have oh, maybe won last year. I mean, so I'm course. not going to cry tears for yeah. Embiid because, like I said, all these stars, even LeBron since the other night, are sitting out, and you know now they're calculating how much they have. I mean, Kawhi Leonard doesn't want to miss now. And before, you couldn't find him.
0: It's it, but and right? that's and that's where the rule has been good absolutely. And then sometimes you feel like you run into a few of these unintended consequences. But yep. hey, so 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 it goes. You know that's it. Yep. Luke, enjoy championship Sunday, buddy. We'll talk uh, some prop bets in the Super Bowl matchup next week.
2: Sounds good, guys. Enjoy the game. Talk to you next week. See, you, buddy.
1: Oh, man. There's
0: our guy, Luke. Pergandy. You know
1: what I like. I watched him the other night. I'm thinking of laying some uh, wood down on him. Two NBA teams are impressing me. I like New Orleans a little bit.
0: Really. Boy, coming on coming them. on They're, late. I know.
1: And I like the Knicks. They've lost two <sighs> games in January. They went off last night.
0: I said, you know, I had each of the last two years. I've had Clipper tickets. They, I couldn't even, I couldn't even sell the Clipper ticket last year. They lost in the first round. I know, and And now it's like I don't have a Clipper ticket, and they look fantastic. You
1: got to let that go. Uh. Otherwise, you're going, you know, remember that movie? Cuckoo's Nest will get you in a group discussion. (laughs) Otherwise, you're going to end up like Cheswick.
0: I'm going to have to put more money on the Clippers right now, but they're like eight to one. The
1: Knicks? How about the Knicks? Maybe they come out of the East. I'm sick and tired of Boston. A, I watched, Oh, by the way, I watched Boston the other night. Oh, my God, they're good. And poor Zingas is a monster now. He's huge. He's not skinny anymore. Look, they, they, Don't they, get too.
0: They just slapped around the Heat um, oh my I re- God. last night. But I will say, Mike, like the Heat getting the Terry Rozier trade, I like a lot for the Heat. Like That's such an upgrade over Kyle Lowry right now. And like as long as Jimmy's healthy, I love this rookie from UCLA, you Jaime Hawkins. I love
1: now. him. You know, congrats, Carmen and Yurko have added an hour. While you guys are celebrating, by the way, 15th year anniversary, I'm waiting for my cake to come to me. I mean, come on, don't tell me I was an important cog in the the development of this show. But I mean, when you start seeing, when you start seeing uh, that pa- Pascal Siakam, for instance, yes. He came to a new team, and he finally won last night. And he said, I want to thank the fans. The pressure was on me because I think Indiana... I don't think that's going to help them. They gave up three first-round picks. I think what you're seeing is what we're going to get from them. But they did finally win a game last night. That was big.
0: I love the way they play offense. Their problem is they probably can't get the requisite amount of stops to be able no, to win, uh, can, you know, God. four playoff series. But yeah. we'll see. It'll be the East will be fun. There's some good did teams. Did you up buy there.
1: those party hats? Did you buy those? party uh, Adam hats?
0: Adam did. Adam uh, did. Uh, or
1: did he have them from his kids? party No, he mark. bought them. He went, he right, went across the street to Walgreens. I didn't get one. I'm waiting.
0: <laughs> The cake and the uh, party hats, by the way. Uh, We broke down Chiefs Ravens. We're going to give you a little Lions and Niners preview coming up next. Jim Miller's got ponies later on, and we'll give you best bets. So uh, we got a lot more to do. Don't go anywhere, folks. It's Mike and Carmen. We are the Odds Couple presented by Circa Resort and Casino.
2: This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco
0: and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside this week's episode of The Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. Follow Mike on Twitter. He is at North to North. That is the number two. Follow me at Carmen DeFalco. What catch time are we on
1: tomorrow? One
0: to two. Uh, okay. Encore replay, one to two on Saturday. Catch oh, up on oh, demand.
1: Butt in that time slot. Oh,
0: Awesome. It's awesome carnage. It's awesome. Yep. Um, you can always catch up on demand with the ESPN Chicago app. Uh, so, time to preview the second game on Championship Sunday, and that is the NFC title game from Santa Clara, where the 49ers are hosting the Lions and We're looking at a a seven-and-a-half point spread right now. Lions catching seven-and-a-half total in the game, 51-and-a-half. Here's a stat to make Bears fans sick. This will be the 19th NFC title game for the San Francisco 49ers. The Bears have played in five. They have almost four times as many appearances in this game. It is incredible. Couple of huge injuries to track. You know we can't give you the very latest because we're doing the show on Friday, but we will just tell you the information we have at this point. Debo Samuel did practice in a limited fashion on Thursday. I would be stunned if, at the very least, Debo is not in uniform and used a little bit as a decoy. Do? That's a good Andrews, question, Mike.
1: We worried about Andrews. He didn't do that much, but I mean, he did enough. I mean, did Andrews? Andrews did not suit. He did not suit. He did not. They said he was
0: going to. You're right about that. They all week. They sort of all week. He's practicing. He's limited. There was some video of him. You know, before when the before the reporters are not allowed to video practice. There was some video of Mark Andrews. Okay, then he didn't play. You're right. Are they doing the same thing with Debo? I don't know. I would be stunned if he doesn't dress. I really would. I think they. I think Shanahan wants to use every little advantage he can to at least make the Lions think he is going to play. So we got to track that one. And then the other big injury is on the Lions' side, that offensive line, which has been so good these last couple years, suffered a pretty devastating injury to Frank Ragnow last week, their center. Ragnow like is a baller. He finished yep. the game. He Bob was him. invisible, visible pain, Mike, every single snap. And that guy, he's a badass. And why is he? Because he's an O-lineman? Because he's a center? He's a good kid. He's a good kid, Frank Ragnow.
1: <laughs> Let me tell you, they don't grow him off trees, kid. They're tough.
0: I have no. Now, he hasn't practiced this week. I, I, I bet you he plays, but there is no way that guy is at 100%, and that is a very he's key probably thing to follow.
1: German, but I made him Italian. You made him, him Italian. His, him his name's <laughs>
0: Frank. You might as well be Italian. Come on. Let's face it. He's a, you know, he's a friend. Uh, we all know a Frankie Ragnow. Oh, Come on. I,
1: I, you remember Frankie Ragnow's dad owned a delicatessen. Of course. Yes, yeah, there's some Italian in there they somewhere. They lived on the place. Get off my stoop. Hey, uh, by I love the it. Leotardos. Anyway. Oh, that's right.
0: That's right. <laughs> that's great. Um, Lions home and road. I mean, like, look, there's, there's some pretty real splits here, okay? The Lions at home, 30 points per game, 400 yards of offense per game. Lions on the road, 24 points per game, 380 yards per game. Goff at home, 70% completion percentage. Quarterback rating of 107.9, 3.2 touchdown to interception ratio. Goff on the road, 65% completion percentage, 894 quarterback rating. That's a huge dip, and then just an 8.1 touchdown to if interception. If
1: doesn't win this game, they'll do what they did with Garoppolo, who's 40 and 17. Go and take another guy named Trey Lance. Mm. I was on Twitter today saying that if Trey Lance was 17 and 4 and been to two mm-hmm. playoffs in two years, if Aaron Rodgers was 17 and 4... If Justin Fields was 17 at four, if anybody oh, yeah. was 17 at 4, they'd be heralded. Yeah. Purdy's a what? A bum Bec- and he's going up against uh, a, a guy that was called a bum previously. The NFL analysts in this in this uh, I guess environment mm-hmm. they have no idea about what it takes because Baker Mayfield was a bum. And then all of a sudden, he's in the playoffs. It's a year-to-year league. Geno Smith, okay, mm. he he was comeback player of the year with Shane Waldron. What did he do before to get comeback player of the year? He had a career year, and then last year he digressed. People got to start paying attention. Quarterbacks are the most, even, even one of the linemen said, if we didn't have Purdy, we wouldn't be here. Yeah. This... But I got to hear people in New York and some people in Chicago say, oh, if They got to make a change, baby. Like Josh Allen? Are you kidding me? They want to get rid of Josh
0: Allen? It's crazy. It's crazy. Carb,
1: can I ask you
0: this? Michael Jordan beat everybody. I know.
1: You didn't see the Knicks say,
0: let's get rid of Ewing because we can't beat him. Thank you. We didn't
1: say, let's get rid of Carl Malone. Thank
0: you. It's all garbage. I use the same analogy that you just said earlier in the week. Because we talked about it for three years. Of course the Knicks aren't going to trade Patrick Green. Now, do the Knicks realize, like, damn. We're running every year into an all-time great. Okay, but you still take your chance because Patrick Ewing was great.
1: Or like, Jordan may retire, and then you got right, somebody right. like Akeem Olajuwon to step in. Right. You don't trade Akeem Olajuwon because you think he's never going to beat Jordan.
0: Uh, I'm with you, Mike. Like I Enough. get, it. I get it. Like if you're Buffalo, you're like, damn, we keep. You know, we've run into Mahomes and Burrow. I Mike, will
1: take Josh uh, Allen tomorrow. Thank you. And drive Justin Fields, Bajent, I'll Thank take you. Trubisky, pick him up, take up all the former Bears, because he would put us in the playoffs.
0: Thank you. Here's the one area. But drives me nuts, man. Here's the one time I'll be critical of Brock Purdy, and I like what you're saying. Here's the only time I'll be I'll I'll worry truly worry about Brock Purdy weather. Okay,
1: I agree. So he's got small. He's got small hands. Yes. He, he had trouble with the glove last week.
0: Correct. There's, okay.
1: no, there's no doubt. I get get all that. But what happens if Jackson loses and goes 1-4 and four in the playoffs now?
0: Well, that, that Are could, we going to yeah. trade him? No, of course not.
1: Well, these people are nuts.
0: So, last week, um, yeah. it was the third...
1: What, 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 what did we talk about? That was a long time ago. I'm having an Uncle Junior moment.
0: Well, no, I'm just... Like, this is more on Purdy, because I think you've hit on good points here. And I think it's important... He came through with a clutch. And he did. That's true. He still made some big-time throws. Okay, so last week, the divisional round... It was his third lowest completion percentage of any game this year. It was his fourth lowest quarterback rating. The common denominator, when we talk about, like, let's say that was one of his two or three worst games. Okay, Mike? And they won. They won. The common denominator is the weather stunk last week. Yep. And the other worst game he had this year was when the weather was even worse in Cleveland. So when weather is not a factor and it will not be in Santa Clara, Brock Purdy is not a concern, if you ask me.
1: Remember this. This is an old school now take, folks, because Carmen's going to like this, in my opinion. He may not like it, but he'll pretend he does. Okay? Just like, you know, I thought I was going to beat a guy up once, and the next thing I know I was getting stitches. (laughs) How I'm going to tell you is this, that it's a dome team playing outdoors. Is it not? It is. So, in the old days, you know what? You used to win a lot. Those type of games for the outdoor team. Mm-hmm. And if the weather's bad and you're playing a dome team,
0: yeah, doesn't definitely. that
1: equal things? Yes. That's all. I think that Detroit's gonna have problems with play. They're seven and a half points on the grass. Yep. And they probably let the grass grow. So that guy mm-hmm. because they got blasted for some draft picks that just all worked out by once again all the experts. Detroit's done a tremendous job.
0: They have, and that. they're an easy team to root for. The coach you gotta well, yeah. love. Well, um, that's
1: a great point. What, let me ask you this. I want Purdy to win because if he doesn't, they'll burn him at the stake. And I want Detroit to win because they've waited so long. I, I'm in a It's a weird spot,
0: right? Yeah, it's a weird spot. To me, you know, like the, my biggest concern, if you were going to back the Lions, my biggest mm-hmm. concern would be, like, can they do enough defensively to slow down? You know, with or without Debo, this 49er attack. Look, the secondary for Detroit, outside of Brian Branch, who's been great as a rookie, it just leaves a lot to be desired. You know, the former Bear, Kendall Vildor, on one side. Um, he's really struggled. 133 cornerbacks this year, Mike, played a minimum of 158 coverage snaps. He's corner number 114 but out of he 133. He had a
1: game, Purdy, and he threw for 250
0: oh, oh, and he threw it 40 times.
1: Right. And he competed like 29.
0: I, I just don't... So re- I'm
1: trying to figure all this out if this guy... I mean, it's Joe Montana-type quarterbacking to me.
0: The two... Yeah, and listen, I, I just... He's
1: just a man. He's just doing what he's got to do.
0: And I just don't like this matchup for the Lions on the outside. Me Kendall neither. Bildor and Cam Sutton have really struggled. And, a, to...
1: and dome team. And a dome team, yeah.
0: They're you both... know, my
1: uncle tells me, I, I'm working on a character called 1970s Mike. Okay, where every I'm in a coma and I wake up and I still think it's 1970. 1970. Hey, you know what I tried to do last night, Carmen? I I saw that LSU was playing South Carolina at 8 o'clock on ESPN. I I tried to bet it. Uh, It's a woman's game. What's this world coming to? Oh, God. And I watched it Ain't that girl Reese can play. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Kim Mulkey, by the way, who is the female Porter Wagner. Look him up, please. He was a country western star. Buck Owens. She's got this country western, and she's got Coca-Cola written on her jacket. Oh, yeah? She's actually wearing uh, a jacket that looks like something that Buck Owens would wear in Nashville at the Grand Ole Opry. Roy Rogers. And it says Coca-Cola on it. I found that interesting.
0: All right, coming up next, let's get uh, Jim Miller to give us some ponies, and then we'll try to give out a few best plays for Championship Sunday. So don't go anywhere, folks. We're coming right back. We are The Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. This is The Odds Couple with Mike North
2: and Carmen DeFalco. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. On FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000.
0: During the home stretch on this week's episode of The Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino, Mike and Carmen with you each and every week catch up on demand with the app, and you can catch the encore replay Saturday afternoon starting at one. Not only is uh, there football this weekend with Championship Sunday, but of course there are ponies. And to give us uh, the best insight and to show us and to lead the way and how we can make a little bit money. At the different tracks around the country, we turn to one of the best handicappers in the country from Hawthorne Racecourse. He joins us on the CarX Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. It is Jim Miller. Jim
3: Boys, this is an exciting time of year for us. We're, we are wrapping up the harness meat, but the thoroughbred meat is right around the corner. And it's really cool to see just the excitement about the thoroughbred meat. Almost 400 additional stalls have been applied for at Hawthorne. That means more horses, larger field size. It's a little bit extended meat. So all of that's great news looking forward. I think it's going to be a really good year.
0: How about this weekend, Jimmy? Uh, look, we haven't seen the friggin' sun in like 10 days, and we oh, won't gosh. this weekend. But at least we do have mild temperatures. Give us the rundown. What's happening Sunday for not only the games at the book... But uh, with racing for you guys over at the track on Sunday.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you, with a little bit better weather conditions, you're seeing more horses. So 12 races on Sunday, 10 races on Monday. The book is open. The book's been really busy, guys, because you're in full swing for all of the college sports, being especially the NCAA hoop season. Then you have NBA, NHL, you have NFL football games. So the book has been busy, and it's nice because you are seeing that overlap with people playing sports and playing the horses. So the book opens early. Stays open late, and then you can stick around to play the horses all night long too. Beautiful. How about the fog? Oh yeah, because good call.
1: This is a deal now. <laughs> you know, I used to go out there to the, to the harness, and sometimes you couldn't even see the horses on the back turn, but it didn't matter because you could see them as they were crossing the finish line. So, uh, do the drivers tell you? Hey, they know where they're going. We're going in a circle. It's like the
0: scene in Seabiscuit, right, Mike, where he says, I can't
1: see. And he goes, don't worry, the horse can see. That's right. Is it like Seabiscuit or do they say, wait a minute, I can't see Joey coming up on my (laughs) flank here?
3: You know? you know what, guys, it is interesting because about three weeks ago, we raced in extreme fog. And when I say extreme fog, when the horses went into the first turn, they disappeared off wow. the TV screen and they didn't show up until mid stretch. Wow. The thing that was the most amazing with that is we have a track announcer in Peter Glossy who was called over 65,000 races. We were using the different camera towers around the track to give him basically about a 10-second glimpse of the race. Mm. And from there, he put together an entire race call. So it was really cool to see. The drivers on the racetrack, they do pretty much know where they are. If they get maybe 50 feet worth of vision around them, that's good enough for them. But I'll tell you, Peter was amazing that night. So fog is something you do deal with a little bit here, but it makes it a little bit more fun.
0: That is pretty cool. And the animals' senses are so keen, I would think, that it doesn't even really bother those horses, does it, Jimmy?
3: They do sense where they want to be, and horses yeah. are naturally pack animals, but some yeah. of them have basically been taught, okay, you're out front, or you're one that's coming from a little bit out of it. So mm-hmm. they find their position in a race, yeah. and then everything's really kind of sorted How out. How about, How about tail, tail lights? How about tail lights during the block? <laughs> <you know? laughs> hey, but here's the thing, though. Harness <laughs> racing, there is a starting car. You did need the lights on that night oh, yeah. so they knew that's when it. to come and line up behind the car.
0: That's interesting. All right, so where are we wagering this weekend, Jimmy?
3: Everything at Gulfstream Park. It's Pegasus World Cup weekend. Oh, so it yeah. is a massive card at Gulfstream Park this weekend. So three stakes races. I'm giving you prices in all three. So race number 10, the $500,000 Pegasus World Cup Billionaire Turf. We're going to bet the nine horse Didia across the board. This one's six to one. Then race 12, the $1 million Pegasus World Cup turf. We're going to bet the 11 main event across the board. That one's 10 to one. And then race 13, the $3 million Pegasus World Cup. We're going to bet the two O'Connor across the board. That one's 8-1. to Let's cash on some horses and make some money for a huge NFL Sunday.
0: I love that. So this is one of the big weekends, everybody, at Gulfstream. And you heard the purses there. There's a lot at stake. These are good races, good horses. So here we go. Race 10, the 9 horse across the board. Race 12, the 11 horse across the board. And then the big boy, race 13, the 2 horse across the board. Right, Jimmy?
3: That's right, boys. It's great racing. Definitely
0: tune in. Sounds great. All right, Jimmy. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. All right, guys. Good luck, Jimmy. Is our guy Jim Miller? Follow him on X at Hawthorne Jim. All right, Mikey. What uh, What do we like here for maybe a couple of wagers uh, that we deem best bets for the weekend?
1: All right, we're three and five right now, so I'm going to just take one game right now. And I also have the bonus pick at 147. Last week I had my winning streak stopped out five out of six. I was only two, so I got to come back at Carmen and Yurko a little bit later on futures next year. I'm going to take more of. I hit calm seven to one odds last week that each team would score a touchdown or field goal nice. in the eight games, and it hit. Nice. And I also hit Jim Harbaugh. We didn't get a chance to mm. talk about what it would have meant for this town and how your job would be much easier <laughs> if he was the coach, because guess what? I would not question the roster at all if he was our head coach. I cashed in at minus 200 that he would be the next coach of the Chargers. Nice. Uh, I had a, I had a, a, my book even put a $100 limit on that, so there was uh, no, no more that I could get. On that one, But here's what I'm going to tell everybody. I'm going to take the over. You got Mahomes and Jackson. Okay. I just don't see 10 to 9. I don't see 20s of 15. I see 37, 31. Oh, wow, I love 37, that. 37, 32. Because all I'm hearing is defense. Until you start remembering who the quarterback is. What's the over in that game, Carter?
0: 44 and a half.
1: <laughs> I laugh at 44 and a half. Over.
0: I like, I like it. I like
1: it. I hate when you say that. When I, I know, say it to you, you end up
0: twirling.
1: I'm sorry. No, I'm I know. We're like a I, Rogers.
0: I, I, I like it. I think you're right, I know. I, think you're I mean, right, enough though.
1: with the defense. You've got two of the most dynamic quarterbacks in the game.
0: I know. Um, all right, so I'll give out one thing here. i got to be totally honest. I don't really love anything this weekend. I, um,
1: I haven't loved anything for two weeks.
0: I know. Uh, I, I really don't <laughs> love anything. I do have... Uh, a position on Ravens money line, but that thing is gone haywire. So I, I can't give that out. I mean, it's over two dollars now. I think it's two ten last you time I can looked do this it, morning. But
1: if you lose, we lose. Yeah,
0: and I have it at such a better position. I'm just not, I'm not going to give that out. Um, I've got Good a point. prop bet in the second game, but I hate giving out player props because they're no. kind of weird. Then the only other wager I have, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll give this one Come out. Come on, car. So the Ravens this year, the Ravens this year in the first half, they have been the best cover team in the league. They're fourteen and four against the spread in the first half this year. Uh, that's the best in the NFL. I think they probably are going to go back and watch the tape of last week and and learn a thing or two about all the blitzes that Demico Ryan sent at Lamar Jackson. And we know Spags is going to blitz a lot. Let's face it, he blitzes at a top ten rate in the NFL. They play more cover zero than any team in the NFL. I think. I think they'll be a little bit more prepared. You can find, if you shop around, and I saw it as of 30 minutes ago, you can find Ravens minus two and a half at uh, minus $1.30 right go now. Ahead, so yeah. I'm going to say lay the two and a half in the first half on the Ravens, no more than a dollar 30, and we'll go from there. Again, I don't love anything this week. That's the closest thing I, I feel like I can give out. Okay, as the and I got the
1: everybody. over, which I think is 44.
0: 44 and a half. <laughs> like
1: you said, yep. now it's time. For one of the best in the business, ladies and gentlemen, Eric O's betting show with Eric Kostrowski. Eric?
2: I'm uh kind of with y'all. Like, this
1: isn't, yeah. there, there isn't something it's that's no, Nothing jumps out, right? The only thing that kind of is that over-under feels low, but then if you look at the numbers, it feels right. Yeah, but this is like I the know. carrot cake at Gibson's. No matter what you eat, you got to still have the carrot cake. It's the picks enough. are important. This is exactly. So, uh, I'm actually going to the other game. Okay. Uh, since I don't love a lot of things on the board, I'm going to take something with the most points. I'm going to take the plus seven and a half for okay. the Lions. I'm Lions just going to take on the boys. I don't, I don't hate that pick. Okay. Right. I, I don't think that that, that anyone's going to run away with anyone this weekend. I like that. So, okay. okay. All right, good, boys.
0: boys. Good shot, well, there guys. it is, guys. Uh, it's a Championship Sunday breakdown. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed it. Thanks to Luke Pergandy. Thanks to Jim Miller. Thanks to Eric Ostrowski, of course. And, and thanks to everybody for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Really enjoyed Championship Sunday. I know I will. I know Mike will. Happy wagering to everybody, and when we come uh, back and reconvene next Friday, Mike, we'll be talking Super Bowl 58, prop bets, and all kinds of fun. All right, my man?
1: You got it, buddy. So long, everybody.
2: The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.